We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. All hit radio. To the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Fortune teller, fortune teller, fortune teller. And welcome back to the X Zone, everyone. As you can tell by the music I played, Fortune Teller by the one and only Bobby Curtola. We are going to be having. A psychic on this hour. Well, not just a psychic, but a clairvoyant as well. David James is going to be my guest this hour. And let me see here. Uh, David is uh, a psychic. He is a medium. He is one of the top-rated advisors on Kasamba.com. And um, let me see. Since 1986, after a car accident left him with a psychic ability, he has worked in the psychic field as a clairvoyant for many years. He's worked uh, to guide his clients to their higher good over both the Internet and personal readings. David currently is amongst the highest-rated advisors on Kasamba.com and has been there for over 10 years. Joining me now via Skype, he is David James. And David, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you very much for having me, Rob. Nice talking to you, David. Um, tell me a little bit about this accident you had and and how or what happened that you became a psychic. Well, before that point, I was 15 at the time. Oh, I'm sorry, Rob. What's wrong? Oh, we're getting an echo there. At the time, I was 15. I had just left school on the Friday afternoon Mm -hmm. and on the Sunday night I was classified as DOS which is dead on scene oh my gosh Uh, so I have great fun at airports I think I'm the IRA hmm um what are some of the what are some of the um, psychic abilities that you have well at this point I have clairvoyance, which is uh, when you see things Mm -hmm. or feel them, and clairaudience, which is obviously when you hear things. I'm not a medium as such, though. I wouldn't classify myself as that. Yeah, we're having a bit of a problem here with our our line. Craig, can you and the guys in engineering see if you can do something to to help this line problem we're having? Um, 
it, it is is there a difference between an online reading and a face-to-face reading? I think there is to the extent here where the energy is slightly different in a face-to-face reading uh, than it would be online. I personally find it easier to work online now, though. Mm-hmm. After many years of doing face-to-face readings in um, private functions or pub venues, which I did up and down Scotland for about ten years. When you're doing a, when you're doing a reading in a, in a pub and and a person has had a few Guinness under their belts, <laughs> um, d- d- does that interfere with the reading? It depends how plastic they are. Really, <laughs> uh, we, we, we've had a few of them over the years where. Um, I had one elderly gentleman come to me one night mm-hmm. and he'd obviously had a few drinks and he said, see if I don't like what I'm hearing, this glass has gone right in your face, pal. Oh, Lord. <laughs> uh, within five minutes, he was a blubbering, crying mess on the on the other side of the table uh, because uh, information came through about his granddaughter who had just died a couple of weeks previously. Oh my gosh! T- tell me when you when you're doing your readings and there's a child involved, it must be hard for you. It actually is, and one reading that sticks in mind here was a lady that came to me many years ago, and one of her children had died in the Dumblane shootings. And what happened? Uh well. It- Unfortunately, I was seeing the whole thing of Hamilton coming into the classroom and mm-hmm. basically blasting away indiscriminately at the children. It's the only mass shooting we ever had in Scotland. My gosh. Uh, because guns are much, much harder to come by over there. Yeah, they're also, and, they're also very hard. And since then, they changed the legislation, obviously. Yeah. Over here in Canada, guns are very hard to get as well. It's not as light, easy as it is in the, in the United States where any Tom, Dick, Harry, or Yahoo can get a gun. Tell me about it. I live in upstate New York. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You must find a difference from Scotland to being over on this side of the Atlantic? There is a huge difference. The, the sensitivities of clients are actually very, very different here. Um, in, in the UK and, and in Scotland, people are much more open to mm-hmm. actually getting a reading despite the hope that Catholicism has had for Scotland. Right. Whereas here, people are much more reserved and much more cautious. Really? Um, when you're doing your readings, uh, David, what, to- what kind of tools do you use? Do you use astrology? Do you use um, uh, crystals? Do you use I Ching? Uh, what, do you d- what, uh, what do you use? Well, predominantly, I use runes. Hmm. Which, of course, as you, as you probably know, are a Scandinavian system. Yes. Uh, but Scotland and Scandinavia have always had very strong links, both the spiritually and, of course, in, in terms of business. And when I first started to get into this type of work after the, the incident that I had, I started with runes. Then I moved on to tarot cards. Um, but I predominantly do runes. What was it like when you were a child? You had this accident and you discovered that you had the ability to, you know, to tell what you tell, that you were a psychic. How did this change your life? It changed my life in the sense that a lot of people uh, backed away from me pretty rapidly. Hmm. And the family were less than supportive. And, and even at this stage, you know, 30 odd years later, they still think it's rather, a, a, it's a childish 
a pastime to them. And, and um, so they're, they're not particularly supportive of it. And yet here you are helping people because mm-hmm. people go to psychics or to astrologers or to mediums because they need help. It's whether it's closure, whether they, they need information, whether it's to say so long to someone that they didn't have the opportunity of, of, of saying so long to. I don't understand how there are people who still scoff and scorn on on psychics like yourself who are very serious and who are very humble and who are doing it for the right reason. I think there's a lot of Puritan, puritanical be- uh, attitudes that are still in place with people, uh, mm. particularly you know the older generations. Mm. And I think that's part of the reason. A lot of people are still fast asleep in the spiritual sense of the word. Yeah. So how do you deal with skepticism? There's nobody more skeptical than, than your average psychic. Really? Um, and, and it helps to be skeptical. It doesn't help to be too credulous with this type of work. Do you use astrology in your readings? I do use astrology to an extent. I mean, I'm not a professional astrologer, uh-huh. although I can still do a chart by hand, which I'm still impressed about. Has there ever been one reading that sticks out amongst all the other readings that you've done? And if there is, could you share it with us? Well, as I said, there was the one lady who came in to see me a number of years ago whose uh, little girl had died in the mm-hmm. Dumblane shootings. Right. Um, and we were able to get some kind of closure for this particular lady. Um, you know, she went away a lot happier, obviously, and yeah. uh, while it wasn't a pleasant experience, it, it was certainly cathartic for her, which uh, was obviously the main reason for coming. We live in very stressful times, very demanding times. And over the years, have you seen a difference in the type of reading that people are asking you to give them? I am seeing a difference. And what I'm also seeing is a lot more men, hmm. professional men, you know, lawyers, doctors, right. are, are coming for readings that five, ten years ago they would have probably ran in the opposite direction. It would have balked at it. I, I I don't think they. Yeah, I, I think the only reason that they would run was because they they weren't secure enough in their own right to to actually go through and say, "Listen, uh, I need a reading. Can you help me?" But I think that men are becoming more realistic, and when they can see that something might be of help to them, you know. Men, I absolutely agree. Yeah. Men yeah. are becoming a lot more sensitive to these things. Exactly. Exactly. What else do you do besides readings? Well, I actually throw a mean pot. You, are you what? I'm a ceramicist part-time. Oh, I see. Wow. So I have a little ceramic studio at the back of the house. Uh-huh. And do you find that that more and more people over the the years since you started doing professional readings are are have changed their attitudes towards psychics. I don't think they're quite as dismissive of psychics as they once were. Mm-hmm. And, and how, I still have clients that have come to me since the mid nineteen eighties. How would someone know a good psychic who is? doing readings and who wants to help and be part of a solution from the psychic 
or the person who claims to be a psychic who just wants it for the fast bucks and really mm-hmm. doesn't well, doesn't ma- doesn't care about the person who's asking for a reading. Yeah, uh, I think the main difference that you're going to spot right away here is that the person who is genuinely interested in helping mm-hmm. is not going to try and hold the client back. They're not going to break the client down. And they're certainly not going to scare the living daylights out of them with curses and spells, which is what I hear almost on a daily basis from clients who have been terrified into spending thousands of dollars for candles wow. or prayers being done, and they've ended up being bankrupted. Um, I think really the, the primary thing that most of us look for is the quality of the information that the psychic is giving us. Mm-hmm. And the minute this whole buy a candle routine comes in, that's when you get off your chair and you run. And you run fast. Absolutely, and you make damn sure the the (laughs) check bounces. Um. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. How would you suggest that someone prepare for a psychic reading? Well, you know, the main thing that people need to do is relax. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very often we get people who come in for a reading, whether it's face-to-face or it's online, and you know that they're kind of... they're uptight. How do you protect yourself psychically? Because uh, when you're when you're doing a reading for someone, or if you're if you're dealing or or delving into their into their spiritual psyche, how do you yourself, David James, protect yourself from anything that might happen or they might bring with them? Well, generally, I try and work with a kind of circle of light around me and mm-hmm. obviously we've got guides who help us as well who are like bouncers. I see. So anything that's negative, they're going to kick it in the nuts. So should would you say that a psychic reading would not only be good for an adult, but a child? I think in terms of a child, it depends entirely on the age. Um, I, I've always had a personal cut-off of like... Mm-hmm. 16, 17. And how long does a, a, a psychic reading with you last? Is it half hour? Is it 40 minutes? Is it an hour? Well, average online is like seven or eight minutes. That's it? Largely because I, I'm acutely aware that the clock is ticking. And right. these, the clients who come in, they're not, let's be honest, none of us are wealthy. Right. I mean, you don't get into the psychic world if you want to be wealthy. But if you're psychic, shouldn't you be able to... Pick the winning lottery numbers? Oh, if only. (laughs) How come psychics can help other people, and yet it seems that 
when it comes to helping themselves, very few psychics do. I think there's a kind of personal gain thing in terms of readings that is like an unspoken rule, mm. both on this side and on the other side. Have you ever communicated with the other side? On occasion, I'm not a medium in terms of being trained as a medium, Rob, but right. if the other side decides to step in and say something, then they're going to do it. Have you ever been out shopping or at an airport and a psychic impression comes to you about someone that you that you you don't know who they are, but there they are smack dab in front of you? Have you ever gone up to them and say, listen, um, you're not going to believe this, but I'm a psychic and I have to tell you this. I'm very careful about doing things like that. Mm. Um, partly because in the States you don't know if they're going to pull a gun and shoot you. <laughs> but largely because I, I, I tend to allow people to come to me rather than actually rush up to someone in the street and say, I've got a message from your Uncle Willie. Right. Um, I, I tend to be very careful about that. Now, um, tell us about Kasamba. Well, Kasamba was started by... Uh, a couple of Israeli doctors in the mid-1990s as a medical website for, for, for doctors. Hmm. And then gradually the site opened up other categories and uh, psychics became obviously the big seller on the site. How many readings would you say you've given over the years? Probably about a quarter of a million, maybe more. Oh my Lord. <laughs> I, I used to work on psychic lines in the UK, you know, the phone lines, and yeah. I did, uh, I actually did a radio show here myself at one point in the US, mm-hmm. and you, you end up, I think you lose track after a while of the number of things, but if I'm being conservative, I would say probably about a quarter of a million. My good heavens. Have you ever had anyone who, who came to you for a psychic reading who was testing you? Oh, frequently. How do you, frequently. Are, are you able to tell? It's usually pretty obvious uh, when someone is playing the testing game. And I think they have the right to at least be sceptical without being you know, nasty or rude about it. Now, you and I have never spoken before tonight, right? No, we haven't. We haven't. As a psychic, what can you tell me about my future? Well, I was getting the impression here that there's a major shift coming up over the course of the next six to eight months for you, both in terms of your emotional life and to a limited extent, your health, Rob. Hmm. I'm not getting the impression of any disasters coming up, though. Oh, that's good. So you're not about to drop dead of a disease you can't pronounce. <laughs> well, that is good to know. Anything else about the job, the, uh, the family, or anything? Well, you actually may be aware there is a wedding coming up. No, I wasn't aware. Oh, you're going to be getting the invite in the not-too-distant future. Oh, there you go. A wedding. More money on gifts. Great. Absolutely. That's always <laughs> the downside of weddings. Oh, my goodness. Well, thanks for that. Um, when you're reading, do you see the reading that you're getting? Well, you see images. Mm-hmm. Um, and what people tend to forget here is the other side's is visual. They, they'll transmit information in a visual way. They won't say, oh, so-and-so lives in X address and this is what their, what their, what their job is. Uh, it's not quite how it works. Um, to, to give you an analogy, I had a lady that came to me quite a number of years ago for a reading and all that kept coming up was NCC 1701. 
Star Trek. I didn't know what Star Well, I found that out later. I didn't really watch it when I was a kid. Yeah. And the lady said to me, she said, oh, I know exactly what that means, son. My husband's a Trekkie and he's built a Star Trek Enterprise in my living room and I want bastard it. <laughs> so what they'll do is they'll send, they'll, they will give you information, mm-hmm. just symbolic or visual representation. What are some of the strangest readings that, that you've ever given? I mean, the one that you just gave was, was pretty funny. But, you know, you, you must see a lot of strange things in your psychic eye. We see eye. a lot of weird, weird stuff. I mean, there's things that people will tell us, obviously, that they wouldn't tell their priest. <laughs> um, I, I think there's been really... There, there isn't any specific one to pull out and say, well, that mm-hmm. was stranger than the rest. Um, I, I think one of the more kind of unpleasant ones I had was someone gave me part of a brick a number of years ago. You know, a house brick. Yeah. And I was as sick as a dog for weeks afterwards. I found out that the brick had actually come from Dachau. Oh, my Lord. Um, and this was someone's idea of a, of a joke, another, another psychic. People can be very cruel, my friend. They certainly can. Yeah. They certainly can. But uh, it illustrates the point here that nothing ever truly ends. You know, we don't die. We, when we go, we don't just poof out of existence. What does happen to us when we die? Well, it's a bit like going actually into a different room. That's it? Pretty much. Hmm. Uh, The house that we live in here, um, speaking of kind of going into another room, Mm -hmm. the house itself is pre-Civil War, and we actually have at least three ghosts here that we know about. What's it like living in a house with a ghost? Or three ghosts? It's annoying because they swipe things. Like what? Well, I mean, you put things down and they disappear and they turn up somewhere else six months down the line. So what do you do for six months? <laughs> you do without whatever it was they took. <laughs> so so where, where does it go? Do they take it to the other side with them? or? You know, that's one of the unanswered questions, Rob. Hmm. Um, I think they do. They take the stuff to the other side and do whatever, play with it and bring it back really? when they're finished. We know that one of the ghosts is a child. Do you see the ghost? Um, I've only seen her briefly, uh, but I had a gentleman who came in a number of years ago who was doing headshots, mm-hmm. who saw her very clearly from the top of the stairs. My goodness. Do these ghosts try to communicate with you? On occasion, but I think they're. I think for the most part they're focused on whatever they're kind of doing themselves. Do these ghosts know they're dead? The little girl knows she's dead. Really? How come they haven't gone to the other side? That's something that I don't have a direct answer for. Um, I think where where the little girl is concerned, she seems to like hanging around. Yeah. Uh, how about the other two? Are they are they adults? Are they soldiers? The other two are adults. One's male, one's female. Uh, but I don't think they're conscious. Are they related to the little girl? I think they're com- completely different periods. Wow. How do how how does it feel? How do you feel when these ghosts are around? Can you feel the presence? Well, you feel like a mild electricity in the air. Hmm. Uh, but it's not anything disturbing or unpleasant. I mean, it's no. not like the Amityville horror in your living room. Yeah. Uh, so you're quite all right with them being there? I actually have really no problem with it. Yeah. The fact that you're a psychic and that you're very sensitive, uh, do you think that they are in tune with this and this is 
one of the reasons why they make themselves known to you because they know that you know? I think they're actually drawn to it. Mm-hmm. Um, one lady I worked with many years ago who was a very well-known medium in the UK likened it to us being like walking flashlights. And the dead could obviously see that light. Wow. Yeah, I've often, uh, I've often asked uh, mediums that we have on the shows, uh, show and channels, how do you connect with a spirit on the other side when you take the amount of time this planet has been in existence and other realms and other dimensions through the ages, the number of people who pass on each mm-hmm. and every day, how are you able to pinpoint the location of that person? That well, spirit? I think part of that is the misconception that the public have that we can dial up specific people on demand. Mm-hmm. Um, what usually happens is if the dead want to actually say something then they're going to say it whether you're a medium or not they will make themselves known to you All right, David you and I have to take a commercial break please stand by hey it's great having you with us by the way give our listeners the website for Kasamba sure it's www.kasamba.com and how would they get a hold of you there well I'm on the front page oh there you um, go so they just have to (laughs) scroll down to you know, just the the front page of the site, and you'll find me there most of the time. Most of the time, unless you're too busy, right? <laughs> well, I'm actually on almost all the time on the site. Really? All right, David, please stand by. Exo Nation, David James is our special guest. And once again, the website for Kasamba is www.kasamba.com. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from ten p- uh, from 8 p.m. Eastern on until midnight. What, you know, I'm doing this show now. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores, so stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Now, on this time slot for two and a half months and still... I screw up. That's because I was doing the other time slot for 20 years. There you go. We'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue live from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada on the Exxon Broadcast Network and Starcom Radio Network. Don't go away. Ever wondered if your advertising dollar is really working for you? If your ad would have been here, you and more than 4 million people would be listening to it right now. Contact ads at exxoneradiotv.com. Do you think you have energy problems in your home? Do you feel better when you're away than when you're home? Joey Korn is a global leader in the world of dowsing who specializes in personal energy clearing and space clearing. He can help you create an ideal energy environment in your home no matter where you live in the world. Learn about his remote spiritual house cleaning services and much more at www.dowsers.com. 
You can get Joey's book, Dowsing, A Path to Enlightenment, as well as other dowsing books and tools, Kabbalah books, and Walter Russell books. Joey's work is really amazing. Go to dowsers.com right now. That's D-O-W-S-E-R-S dot com or call 1-877-DOWSING. That's 1-877-369-7464. The ability to access the knowledge of the universe is much easier for us to access than we may believe. Brad Johnson, Conscious Matrix Communicator, is one of these unique individuals who is able to access a strong connection to the universal mind. Through his connection, Brad has assisted thousands of clients from all over the world through natural intuitive assistance. The intuitive information received is vast, covering a wide range of subjects. Brad's innate ability includes being able to access one's own universal matrix to help them realize their potential to create a life of profound greatness. One-on-one private sessions with Brad Johnson are available to anyone from around the world. Brad is also a proficiently trained psychic, Akashic Records reader, an online spiritual teacher, founder of his own unique and powerful healing system, Body Regeneration Healing, as well as a professional conscious channeler in communication with his own higher self-consciousness known as Adronis. For more information or to book a service appointment with Brad Johnson, visit his website at www.consciousmatrix.com. That's www.consciousmatrix.com. One Florida drug dealer made a serious mistake when he dared peddle his poisons on the schoolyard of Robert W. Morgan's preteen daughter. Morgan, a budding film director, tracked him to his hidden Everglades lair where his meth lab mysteriously blew sky high. When Morgan's demands to police to make grammar school playgrounds safer from drugs were ignored, he sought the counsel of CIA operative Frank Sturgis. Again, he was warned to give up what was becoming an obsession. Instead, Robert used his reputation as a filmmaker to infiltrate the mob by stroking their egos and offering to make films for them offshore so they could import them as foreign product without paying taxes. When they agreed to build him a studio in Panama, Robert called the DEA and FBI and offered to work undercover. In time, their combined efforts revealed how the mob was secretly laundering billions of dollars through the Vatican Bank in Rome before returning to the States as foreign investments. Now read Morgan's story, Citizen Spy, Vatican Cover-Up, The Mob, Money Laundering and Murder, available at Amazon bn.com and borders.com wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything well then meet dr kimberly mcgeorge and her cutting edge breakthrough knowledge that combines science with possibility dr kimberly brings real life answers and healing to those open to alternative solutions she teaches solution-based programs and classes that will change all areas of your life forever Specializing in conscious creation, intuitive readings, and energy medicine, you can rapidly shift health, relationships, business, and money and abundance challenges quickly. Receive her best-selling book, Secret to Everything, at no cost by going to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone. That's right. Transformation can start now. Just go to secrettoeverything.com forward slash xzone and receive Dr. Kimberly's book for free. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. 
Hi ho there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X Zone Radio Show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X Zone. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Excellent I Am, Rob McConnell. David James is our special guest this hour, www.kasamba.com. Listen, here's a question that, that I'm sure there are a few people out there that would like to know. If you're sitting down doing a reading with a person who suffers from multiple personalities, does that screw you up? That can certainly be a problem. Uh, because obviously you're not going to be entirely sure who the dominant personality is. Right. So so what would you do in a case like that? Normally you would try and get as close a lock on the dominant personality as possible. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say it's not an issue I've come across very often, maybe once or twice in the last few years. Right. Um, do you believe in reincarnation? Well, you know, every religion in the world, with the exception of... Uh, obviously Christianity Mm -hmm. after the uh, 4th century AD believed in reincarnation and I think it's actually a universal truth yeah Uh, now if you're doing a reading on someone how do you how do you kind of keep their past lives out of the current reading well a lot of the time what will really happen is that you'll just get the kind of the surface layers if you imagine a person as being a bit like an onion Hmm. So if that makes sense, it, it, it makes perfect sense because uh, you know, as you, it's just like when somebody goes into hypnosis for past life regression. The further the hypnotist takes them into their consciousness, into mm-hmm. the their they go. that that's right, and that would be a layer off the onion. It certainly yeah. would be, and the universe is a bit like an onion as well. Isn't that you the know, truth? Our physical world on one layer, and then mm-hmm. you've got the other world on on another. Um, what's the hardest part about being a psychic? Oh, that's a good question, actually. Um, I think the, the hardest part is actually trying to help people who don't truly understand that you can help them. Hmm. Do many people get mad when you tell them what they don't want to hear, but oh, you tell absolutely. them what you actually see? Uh, I've been cursed out. I've had uh, drinks thrown over me over the years. Oh, that's uh, right. I've been thrown out of places. Oh, my gosh. Uh, when, I've been, when I've told someone, you know, well, your married boyfriend isn't going to leave his wife, so don't waste your time. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that would kind of uh, be rather upsetting to the person, especially if she didn't know that the boyfriend was married. Exactly. So, so people can get very, very um, confrontational when they're mm-hmm. not told what they want to hear. Right. Uh, I, I, we used to take call-ins when we've when we've had psychics on, 
And it was always the same people with the same question. Am I going to find Mr. Right? Am I going to get the job? Am yeah. I going to do this? Am I going to do that? And finally it came to a point where I said, well, what are you doing to make these things happen? Exactly. A, a lot of people unfortunately think that the world owes them or that they don't have to kind of exert themselves to make mm-hmm. things happen. Do you have a limit when you cut off a person from from calling you? Uh, if, if you detect they're becoming uh, dependent on you? I, I do cut people off and I do it frequently. I don't do it in a nasty way, but no, saying, you know, I, I can't help you any further. You yeah. need a therapist or you need to see your doctor or what have you. you see, um, I- and at that point, I will make it very clear that I won't reach for them. You see, I'd make a lousy psychic. <laughs> you know, I'd say, get a life, you loser. Do it yourself. What are you doing to make it happen? You know? Mm-hmm. So well, I, I mean, you I, can, I obviously, you can say that to clients, but you have to do it in a kind of a, a delicate way, if I can put it that way. Well, that was my delicate way. <laughs> yeah, you're about as delicate as I am. <laughs> oh, when you're when you out in, in a, let's say you go down to a local pub where you live, uh, do people come up to you and say, hey, hey David, uh, can, you, can you give me a reading? I haven't had that here in the States, but in Glasgow, it was a frequent occurrence. Really? Uh, and normally what I would say is, well, you know, if you'd like to make a booking, here's the number, or if you'd like to schedule a house party or a pub venue, you know, please let me know, but I'm having a pint. Well, there you go. By the way, what's your, what's your beverage of choice? Well, I usually drink ale. I'm a Guinness boy myself. Oh, I like Guinness. Yeah. Oh, love it! I was turned on to it uh, a couple of a, num- a couple of years ago. I was at a local a local uh, eatery here in Hamilton, Ontario, and mm-hmm. I used to drink Coors Light. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, that's what I do now. But you know, somebody said have a have a Guinness, and I said I don't know. Try it. So the waitress brought it over. It was in a you know you know how they have that nice froth on the top and it was nice and cool it was was hot outside and i'll tell you that guinness went down so good and that's what it's been ever since oh guinness is a meal in itself (sighs) but what a meal (laughs) (laughs) that's one thing the scots and the irish do well is we brew um, yes good stuff good beer is there any connection between the brewing of the beer and the and the fairies and the leprechauns there is certainly beliefs that are, that are still adhered to in the brewing industry, both in Scotland and in Ireland. Mm-hmm. So, when I, when now that you've been in the United States for a number of years, is is there a difference between what someone with a majority of people in Scotland would ask readings about or ask questions in readings compared to the people here in the United States? There is certainly a difference. Um, as I was saying earlier, the people yeah. in Scotland are much more practical people. Um, so they will actually ask much more practical questions. Really? Where do you think psychic reading will be in the future? Do you think more and more people are going to be turning to psychics? I think they will. These things go in cycles, of course, as you know, Rob. Yeah. And with modern technology, you can get a reading now on demand 24-7. How has that changed your life as, as a psychic? Are you doing more work? Well, apart from obviously the increased income, which yeah. is always very nice when the bills come around to be paid, sure. 
it, it's made it a lot easier to reach a large number of clients because of course in the past you would have had a reading maybe once or twice a lifetime if you were lucky mm-hmm. you had the inquisition breathing down the back of your neck right. and populations were widely scattered is 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 religion easing up on psychics i think religion doesn't have any choice in the matter at this point mm. people are starting to see through they and I'll be blunt about it, the whole bullshit of organized religion, people are seeing through it now. Well, you know, religion is filled with mysticism as well. So, you know... Wh- it does have links. Yeah. It, I mean, religion in its place, you know, when, when you boil it down to the basics, is, is spirituality in, in a different packaging. Yeah. It's when you get the kind of um, pressure put on you by whichever faith it is to conform to their rules. You see, I look at religion as a business. Mm-hmm. You've got well, certainly has the business. Oh sure, yeah. You know the 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 Catholic Church, the Vatican is the richest corporation in the world. It, it's it's its own country. It has its own bank. It has its own currency. But yeah. beyond that, it is the largest corporation business in the world. As I look at it, the Pope is the CEO. You've got the cardinals that are the board of directors, and then you've got all the parishioners or all the believers who go to church every Sunday. Now, they're, the, they're the, the shareholders. Right. You know, and they keep this corporation going. The Montreal Stock Exchange, Plaza Victoria, is owned by a company that is owned by the Vatican. See, I, I don't know. I've never understood why the churches just don't, and I'm just talking about Catholic, uh, the Vatican or Catholicism. I'm talking about all churches. Why they don't sell their assets and give the money to the poor? Well, that would mean breaking away from their hypocrisy, wouldn't it? Well, isn't it about time we did that? It's more than hi- more than high time. Yeah. It's uh, uh, anyway. I, I digress. I'm sorry, but that's a bone of contention with me. So. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I was born and raised in Glasgow, mm-hmm. and the church had a huge amount of power over people. And then, of course, when the the Govan Dust Bowl happened in the eighties, and right. all the shipyards closed, yeah. um, people were, you know, guys were literally out in the street, and the church was saying, "Well, <laughs> well, we we want our money, but we can't help you." Well, then sell some of your property, for God's Absolutely. sake. Sell some of your assets. You know, I, I was talking to somebody the other day, and uh, we were discussing how much NASA pay, you know, how much it costs NASA to send this probe to, the, um, to Pluto. It was in mm-hmm. excess of $700 million. And, and how uh, Yuri Miller is putting $100 million into the search for extraterrestrials. I, for one, have never understood what the sense of spending money going out to space. Exactly, when there's so many kids like starting e- to Exactly, exactly. Let's take care of the people on this planet first. And Absolutely. Then, I mean, we all know that aliens are already here anyway. Are you a believer? I think it would be complete hubris to think that we're completely alone in the mm-hmm. universe. Yeah, NASA today came out with the photos from or or a discovery of a planet. Oh yeah, I read that yeah, about Kepler. The Kepler, yeah. And I, I and I looked at the photos this morning, Rob, and I'm thinking, yay, another planet for humans to go to and wreck. Awesome. <laughs> well, you know what? I I look at I look at our planet, and I call her Mother Earth. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what we're doing to her. Exactly. But what she has done in the past, when the little insects on her skin, called humans, give her too much of a hard time, she has a way of getting rid of them. Mm-hmm. She has her and ways. I think we're going to have one of those events again. I truly think it's going to happen. Look what we look what we're doing with the the extraction of oil. Look at the yeah. weather. Look at the pollution. Look at the wars. You know, enough is going to be enough. And I think I really believe that we have the ability to turn everything around. Oh, well, we absolutely do. Yeah. It's just a case of having the will to do it. Speaking about will, I'd like to get a couple of psychic predictions off you, if I can. Okay. Number one, who is going to win the next presidential election? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a real bone of contention here as well. Um, I honestly think, to be honest, that we're going to end up with Hillary. Oh, jeez. Exactly. Yeah, I, I'm kind of hoping Trump gets it, because I love his tenacity. You know, uh, he's fun in the sense of watching a train wreck, but I don't <laughs> think he'd be able to bring the goods in, in real terms. Uh, do you think that uh, Do you think that Obama is going to accomplish what he thinks he is accomplishing with the Iran nuclear deal? You know, I think if he's left to do his job, the guy will get it right. He's proven himself to be a good mm-hmm. diplomat. What about Russia? Is Russia going to keep raising the sleeping bear? Well, you know, Putin is going to continue to do what he does because the guy's batshit crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And what are three of, your, three of your most important predictions that we can share with the Exxon Nation tonight? Okay. Well, I think we're going to be able to get to a more positive level in terms of humanity waking up to what's really going on around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I doubt that, I don't feel that Trump's going to win the election. And Putin, I think, is going to be out in his ass shortly. Really? Mm, that's, that's interesting. That's but something... Maybe a wee pair of concrete wellies waiting for him. Okay. All right. That makes, that makes a bit of sense. How about the, uh, the economy? Well, you know, the economy is going to continue to improve. Excellent. What are your final thoughts for the Exxon Nation tonight, David? Well, the Exxon Nation are, are waking up and they're going to see the world develop and change for the better over the next few years. And we are moving towards a, a major reawakening of the whole world. The times are changing. They are changing in a big way. All right, let our listeners know how they can find out more about you and once again, how they can contact you. Well, you can reach me on kasamba.com. I'm on the front page. My name, uh, or you can just Google me and say David James Psychic Wisdom and that will take you straight to, to my profile pages. And from there, you just give a couple of clicks and away you and go. Then you're away. David, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure talking to you, and I hope that we have the opportunity of sharing a conversation and maybe a couple of Guinness the next time you're with us. Absolutely. Well, I'm just over the border from you in upstate New York. Well, there you go. We're in Hamilton, so we're practically neighbors. We are indeed. Take care of yourself, my new friend. You have an awesome day, Rob. I certainly will. Thanks very much for joining us, David. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Exo Nation, my guest this hour has been David James. What, www.kasamba.com.
www.thepeopleshow.com. We're going to take a little bit of a feature break here, and I will be back as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. Listen, uh, we're just nearly out of time for tonight, but before we go, September 30th, from 8 p.m. until 10 p.m., we are going to have the debate of all UFO history. We have Stanton T. Friedman coming on the show, and we have Michael Horn coming on the show, and they are going to debate the Billy Meyer UFO case. That is on September the 30th from 8 p.m. until 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, I'm sorry. Well, that's it for tonight, everyone. I want to take this opportunity of thanking all our guests tonight. And I want to thank you, the members of the Worldwide Exxon Nation, for taking part out of your day, your night, no matter where you are, listening to us on the Starcom Radio Network or the Exxon Broadcast Network, to be with us. So until tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern, I'd just like to all to remember one thing, to always keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. From all of us here to all of you out there, good night, take care, and be safe. <laughs>